0: Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here. And we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hello, friend. Welcome to the Seek First CEO podcast. I feel like I say this every time. In fact, I said to Hannah, who is the guest on today's show, I start every episode with a guest saying, I've got a surprise for you today or I have a special guest. But I was thinking about it and the Lord just reminded me that there is so much significance in the letter H. And so obviously, my name is Heather and Hannah is our guest today. But God took me on a journey, uh, a season in my life. The letter H is the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet And it's literally the breath of God. And I just think about how Abraham and Sarai turned to Sarah when God breathed breath into them, literally it added an H to their name. And so this podcast, I'm telling you what, it is anointed and it is here to literally breathe life into you through the Holy Spirit. And so we prayed before this and we know that there is something good here for you to hear. So without further ado, my dear friend, Hannah Brindley, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me, Heather. It truly is such an honor to be here. I was just telling Heather before we hopped on, I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm also a little nervous and I'm just, I'm thrilled to be here. So I'm excited to see what the Holy Spirit brings to life.
0: Yeah, I've, I don't know about you, Hannah. I've been on a cu- quite a few podcasts. I'm actually on one tomorrow as a guest and they give you the questions upfront. Uh, I think there is, there's, there's uh, beauty in that, I guess. And that is not how we do it here on the Seek First CEO show. We just go, we roll with it. I don't give any questions. We. Literally, it's like two friends having a conversation and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak what he wants. So uh, I am super excited for you to be here. I have absolutely loved it. You know, I, I had recognized you from afar. And then we had a little bit of dialogue in DMs every once in a while. And then uh, God just led us to a closer relationship. So I was like, I know she, I need to introduce my people to you. So Hannah, without, yeah, I can get into all the things, but just tell us a little bit about for someone who does not know who you are, maybe who is not following you on Instagram. um, Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So
1: my name is Hannah Brindley. I call myself a faith-fueled business coach. So I essentially help women cultivate a thriving, Holy Spirit-led business. And I just absolutely love it. I have founded a podcast and community called Call to CEO, and it's all about taking obedient and faithful action on your God-given calling and stewarding your role as a faith-fueled
0: CEO. I love that. So tell me, what you go to? What did you go to school for? Was it business? Tell us a little bit about your background. <laughs> oh wow. Um. So
1: for me, this is this is really random. But I actually went to a private school, thinking that I was going to go on and be a doctor. I actually have a bachelor's degree in biology and a double minor in chemistry and Christianity. Fun fact. Um. I actually just loved the classes, so I just decided to get a minor in it.
0: Wow. Oh, that's fun. I don't think I've ever asked anyone that question, but that leads me to a lot of other questions. So <laughs> you are super smart, which I've al- always known that, um, uh, because I can just tell the way you speak. And oh my gosh, you're so good at social media. If you're not following her on, I, I mainly follow you on Instagram. I don't know where else you are, but that's where I see all your good stuff. And, Um, so what led you to entrepreneurship? How did you become a faith-fueled business coach when you thought you were going to be a doctor?
1: Oh my goodness. You just opened a can of worms. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, basically when I was in college, that is when, um, Instagram kind of started becoming a thing. And I just started noticing different bloggers, like they were just blowing up on Instagram. I'm like, what in the world is this? Like, what is this life? I've never even heard of entrepreneurship before in my life. And then during that time, I actually went through a really awful breakup. Um, And so basically it was just a very toxic relationship. And so <laughs> this is actually a funny story. The guy actually never liked me wearing makeup. And so after we broke up, I kind of went on this, I basically got really obsessed with beauty and skincare. And so I started watching YouTube videos and I was determined I was going to be a beauty YouTuber. I was just determined. I got a camera. I started the channel. I made a few videos, then ended up becoming a freelance makeup artist, got a job at Mac, realized when I was working at Mac, I actually didn't like doing makeup on people by like selling which was really interesting. I never thought that would be the case. And then um, I actually started working at Chick-fil-A as um, a training director. So I was working two jobs at Mac and at Chick-fil-A at the time while I was, you know, studying for the MCAT, which I quickly realized I did not want to go on to be a doctor and just basically trying to figure out my life and just what I was going to do. And so at that point, when I was a training director at Chick-fil-A, I realized, oh, wait, like I actually enjoy, you know, serving people. And I really enjoy training people and teaching people and then mix that with the selling and the beauty industry at Mac. You know, that is actually when I started recognizing, like, wait a second. These are things I really like. Maybe I shouldn't go into, you know, the healthcare field. And so that's actually when I stumbled upon like some network marketing companies. I joined one company and then I joined Synergents like right after that, which, you know, is actually where I met Heather. And, you know, I didn't actually meet Heather then. I just knew of Heather. So needed to rephrase that. But, um, so then, you know, I started doing pretty well in that company, went to a different company, got to the top 1%. And then, you know, I realized like, actually I want to coach people like I want to be a coach. So I became a network marketing coach. Then (laughs) from there, Um, I was like, no, like, actually I want to help people, you know, start their own coaching business. So then I started to do that. Um, and during that time, I actually ended up getting certified in life and success coaching and, um, just started, you know, just cultivating my coaching business. And then about a year later, I actually had this like huge breakthrough, with the Holy Spirit. Okay. So I have always been a believer. I've always said I love Jesus, but if I'm being totally honest through my network marketing days and, you know, the very first year of my coaching business, I, you know, I I, I say that I was obsessed with success. That is what I call it. I was just obsessed with success. And, you know, I was always craving validation, uh, recognition. I was, I called myself very recognition driven. When I got into the coaching space, I You know, I was just always thinking about the 10k months, you know, this, you know, alluring 10k month mark, right? And, you know, the Holy Spirit, oh my goodness, wow, he was just so good. Because, you know, there was one day, I just remember like walking in my backyard, and I had basically gotten myself in a really... Uh, I got myself in a financial pickle. Let's just put it that way. I made investments. I had student loan debt from the private school with the bachelor's degree. I had credit card debt accrued. Then I had investments that I made for like coaches, like to help me do all these things. And, you know, basically I was about three months in to um, a one-on-one coaching contract, I believe. No, maybe it was like six weeks. I was basically halfway through like a contract with a coach. And, you know, I lo- I loved it, but like nothing was really happening yet. And I just remember just walking out in the backyard and just crying. Like, I was like, man, God, like, I don't understand what's going on. And I remember I, cause I was working. I really felt like 24 seven, you know, like I, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Like I was working. Okay. And so I just, I didn't understand what was going on. And I actually remember I went to open my mouth to pray to God to please bring a financial breakthrough. And I could you not, what came out of my mouth was something so different and I will just never forget it. And it was, you know, God, please take away with this obsession I have for success and replace it with a desire and an obsession to know you and to serve you and to love you. And literally at that point, I just got I was just overwhelmed with peace like I immediately stopped crying like something just changed like I just knew it was the holy spirit because I was not led to like just pray that it all just came out of my mouth and I just immediately just it, it just changed and I kid you not like this is this is just how incredible Like God is, and just like something changed in me in that moment. Like my heart posture shifted and I just knew, I just knew that everything was taken care of. Everything was provided for. I was okay. Like I was comforted and literally the next day, I couldn't believe it. I somehow ended up booking two sales calls back to back and they both signed on the phone, paid deposits and everything. And I was like, what? What? what in the world? And so ever since then, you know, I, that, that was basically the pivotal moment in my career. I feel like that is when I realized, okay, actually I should probably start talking about Jesus more. I should probably start talking about God more. And that's so, so that's when I started talking about, you know, being faith fueled and, you know, being a faith fueled business. It it was a very slow transition. It wasn't like immediate, um, but about, Probably five months later, I actually launched something I called Rooted. It's a three-day devotional experience for faith-fueled female entrepreneurs. And essentially, it is just three days of going through like, okay, like, is my, you know, vision and business, is it a fleshly want or, you know, is it a calling by God? You know, what about money? You know, like, is it bad? And then um, what about like, if I'm feeling like, um, like just all of these heavy insecurities about my business. And, and we covered that inside those three days. And it was just such a big, it was just like people needed it. People loved it. And I think at that point, I just knew, okay, like this was the transition that I needed to make. And so that's when I started calling myself a faith-fueled business coach. And then I started coaching, you know, women, how to start and scale their Christian coaching businesses. And now I'm actually like moving. Um, I'm, I'm branching out. I'm not just helping coaches anymore. We're really helping, you know, CEOs like steward their roles. So it's been a really long journey. It has not been a linear by any means. God has just taken me all over, all over the planet. Like I just feel like I've been, I've had my like um, my hands and different entrepreneurial pots, I guess you could say. And yeah, like that's, that's the journey. Sorry if that was long winded, but there were lots of pieces there.
0: <laughs> I love it. And I, you know, I, I, I take a lot of notes in all of my coaching sessions. And so it's just a natural thing that as people talk, I take a lot of notes. And so I just wrote God waste, nothing. And I love, I love it. And I, For those of you who know me well, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you probably hear some similarities and you're like, oh, and so I just love how... And I just wrote this down, even as you were talking that you thought you were going to be a doctor. And I know for me, I I was a teacher. That's what I went to school for. I had zero uh, doubts about that. And then I ended up going and doing that only to find out that, oh, wow, like three, three years in, I actually one year in, I didn't even want to do it. Um, All of that to say that God has redeemed that for me and said, you actually are a teacher. And so I just felt like, Hannah, like you are a doctor. You're helping people get healthy spiritually. And so I love that. And then there's the makeover. You're giving people makeovers of their heart and the training. You're training people just like you did in Chick-fil-A and you're teaching people that sales is not bad. Sales is serving. And I love, and I just wrote God waste nothing because there's all these little pieces of your story that have brought you to where you are today. And I love too that you just shared that your niche has changed. This is something I think so and I know you see it online that everybody tells you, you must niche down. You must niche down. And what I hear you saying is you're actually opening up. You used to be simply coaches and Christian coaches where that was the focus. And the Lord's opening these doors that you're starting to help other, other people outside of the coaching industry. Um, let's talk about that for a second, because I, um, I think that there's something that like, People need to know, how does God define a niche? And uh, I don't know, maybe you can like shed some light on that because I've wrestled with this topic myself and I have thought it tooth and nail that I am not niching down into the very specifics of this person because God has called me to serve other other people. I don't know what your thoughts are on that.
1: Oh, this is a really good question because, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of people really feel like niching is pigeonholing themselves. Mm -hmm. And when we, when we just think about the niche, we're like, okay, we can only talk about this specific thing, but really in reality, I, I truly believe like we need to think about like who the person we are serving is. And like, yes, like I, I know that like, it's, it's almost kind of like, is that, is that the same thing? Well, not really. Right. Because the person that you're serving, they are multi-passionate too. Mm -hmm. Right. You're a multi-passionate also multi-passionate and they are attracted to people that are also multi-passionate right and so I do think that it's just it's such a beautiful reminder that we aren't just this thing we aren't just this like you know I don't just help people like start coaching businesses there are other you know parts of my brand that were you know really important. And when it comes to, you know, when you're posting things online, like I, I do believe like in a strategy, I think strategy is really great and important, but I also believe like sometimes, you know, most of the time, always not just sometimes always, if the Holy spirit is prompting you to share something, whether that has to do with your needs or not, we need to share it. Mm-hmm. You know, like whether that. Has to do with, you know, attracting your ideal client because not everything will be about that, right? It's not going to be about that. Like I feel like if you are, um, called by God to be a CEO or you are, um, you know, starting a business or you're an entrepreneur, yes, strategy is really, really great, but the best strategist in the entire world is the Holy Spirit, you know, at the end of the day. And so a niche. Yes. It's it's important to an extent, right? But I don't think it's something that is like the end all be all. Um, hopefully that answers your question. Heather. Yeah. And I
0: think that's another thing I think too, that a lot of the times the old way that we were taught to niche down is not the way to niche down now. In fact, you actually helped me a bit with that to remind me a lot of the niching is finding the person's pain and then what like what do they want what is their pain it's not necessarily a profession per se like could it be could it be that you work exclusively with doctors you know could it be that you work exclusively with coaches or chiropractor or whatever it is you know but it's more about what is what are what is their pain and what is the solution that they want um and that, that can look different uh, then, then the old way of niching down to like, what is their age? Where do they live? How much money do they make? What's their profession? Um, so yeah, I think, I think we're learning a little bit more of what does it actually mean to niche, um, mm-hmm. than, than the old, than the old, um, definition. You shared your breakthrough moment and I love this because I think everybody at some point has this breakthrough moment. Um, you had mentioned that you were hiring people, making investments. You wanted to scale. You wanted to make more money. You wanted to help more people. Um, and then you just had this break, break break down and then breakthrough moment in your backyard. And I wrote down the word surrender and repent because that's really what you did as I'm listening to you surrendered. And, and even though you said like, it was the Holy spirit just kind of came out of my mouth. I don't really know. And you, you repented, you, you asked the Lord to help you change your mind and change your heart. And that is where the breakthrough came. And the Lord literally delivered the provision in in the financial way, right? Provision comes in all shapes and sizes, but provision financially literally came the next day.
1: Mm -hmm. I think there's
0: something to like note if you, I know there are many women who listen to this, who they're high achieving, they're go-getters, they want to make more money because they know making more money is not wrong. Maybe they still wrestle with a little bit of the money mindset thing, but it's because they can help more people and it requires a surrender and and, and a change of mind, repent, turn away from, right? You were going, you were chasing after, I love that You admitted you were obsessed with success. And I would love to put this out there. So this is one of the questions I pretty much ask every one of my clients to define success. So Hannah, what is your current, because clearly you had a definition of success at that point in your life. What is success. your current definition of success? Is it different?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's so different. Um, and, you know, to just keep it super simple, my, you know how my definition of success now is actually so funny. I was just, you know, talking to a client about this on Foxer, Um, but it is basically just obedience. Am I being obedient to what the Holy spirit is prompting me to do? Am I being obedient? Because at the end of the day, like I can launch something or I can start something and it be a quote unquote failure. But really, is it a failure if he told me to do it? No, no. All that matters is that he told me to do it. And so my, my definition of success is, am I going to obey or am I not? Yes.
0: Yes. I have a podcast episode of oh, all about that. It is, it's, it's simply obedience. Um, and that also could be triggering for some of us that it, it depending on how you hear that, just obey, just mm-hmm. obey and do what I do. Cause some of us were probably raised in homes that was do as I say, um, just because I said so. And there wasn't really necessarily an explanation, uh, but I have learned that it's really a trust. Obeying God is really about saying, God, I don't know, this doesn't really make sense. And I don't really know what you're doing here. And I'm gonna do it because I trust that you're good. And I trust that you're gonna make something good come from this. Maybe I don't see it. Like you said, maybe the launch doesn't go as well as you thought. And I think, too, as entrepreneurs, I don't know if you can relate to this, but that um, we often think if we're making money, then it's God's plan and we're doing it right. And if we're not making money, it can't be God's plan and we must not be doing it right. Something is wrong. Does that resonate with you? Like, do you have anything to speak on? Yes, this? <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's just not the case. That's just not the case. There have just been so many things in my life that, you know, I mean, let's, let's just take a look back to my YouTube days. I didn't make money from that. But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have been led to network marketing, then I wouldn't have been led to coaching Then I wouldn't have been led here. You know, like, it was, if you look at it, it's just a it it was a massive failure, but like, it wasn't producing like the fruit that I thought it was supposed to produce. And I think sometimes, you know, this this is something I actually shared with my client too on boxer boxer, which is just so funny, but it's like, you know, sometimes the obedience, the, the surrendered obedience and the faithful obedience, you're changing something in the spiritual realm. Right. And so you may not see something happening in the physical realm. Like you think it's quote unquote, supposed to you're changing something in the spiritual realm. And that is the reason why he's calling you to do it. Yes. Sometimes like there will be a financial breakthrough, right? But is it going to happen every time? I don't know. You know, we, we can't guarantee that. Right. But you know, I think all that matters is just listening to him.
0: Yes. And amen sister. I know, you know, a lot of the behind the scenes, Hannah and I actually are in a mastermind together. Um, A friend of mine who was a former client reached out to me and Said, you know, I really feel like I want, I want to surround myself with some women who are at the same level that we are that don't have the money mindset issues that a lot of, you know, her at the time, like her clients had. And, and so she just had said, is there anyone that you can think of that you would want to do a mastermind with? And so immediately. Hannah came to mind and I sent her uh, one of those awkward messages of like, hey, we don't really know each other, but I follow you. And we do know, we know of each other, right? And you, like you said, you knew who I was in a former network marketing company. And um I had been following you and had been inspired by you anyways. All that to say, Hannah knows a lot about the behind the scenes of what's going on in my life. And in fact, in December, I felt like the Lord was asking me, the obedience that he was asking me to do made zero sense. Um, he asked me to, um, you know, God speaks to me in a lot of alliteration and and little fun phrases, catchy things, but it was trim the fat, get rid of the excess. And uh, he took me to the story of Gideon. And just showed me that Gideon went, you know, had like 9,000 men and God kept getting rid of all the troops for him to go into battle. And I think he ended up with 300 people. And God said, this will be your 2023. You're going to go into 2023 feeling like you don't have enough. Like there's just no way that you're going to win this battle. And the victory is going to come from me. And I'm going to get the glory. And so that sounded fun and inspiring in, in December. And then when it came to the reality of letting my, my women who I've been serving for the past year in my membership to know that I'm closing the doors. And, uh, it was super hard for many reasons. Emotionally, I love these ladies. I have been walking a journey with them. It gave me a sense of purpose. Um, and I, it was really carrying about a third of my revenue for the, for the year and it made, a lot of money. And so it just didn't make sense because God didn't really give me the next assignment. It was more or less get rid of everything, trim the fat, get rid of the excess. And so, um, all of that to say that God is doing a lot of things in my life that I'm, I will be able to share later. Um, But it's also even a way that God brought Hannah and I together because Hannah had this membership in her heart and I'm like, well, I've been doing it and it's been great. And let me share with you and let's pick each other's brains about what this could look like. And we even actually talked at one point about possibly doing a membership together and, uh, I didn't have peace about it. I knew it could be awesome. Uh, but could you imagine Hannah and Heather together just breathing the Holy Spirit life into people? But, um, Hannah, I would love to talk with you. I'd love for you to just share. I don't know why I felt like sharing all that, but that there's so much behind the scenes that, you know, this conversation is so hard to even wrap my head around that where God has even brought us to today because Hannah literally just launched a membership. I would love for you to share maybe a little bit about um the wrestling with launching this thing uh, because you've known about it for a little while and we've had a conversation about it. And then it was like not time, but the beauty and waiting in God's timing. Um, I think there's something there that you might be able to share. Oh yeah. So this
1: is a really good story too. And so it's funny because I have had a membership on my heart for probably two years. So just, just to give you a little backstory, I launched my podcast a little over a year ago, but it took me three years to actually launch the podcast. Not, not that it's like, took me like three years, like to get going, but I just, I just knew it wasn't time yet. Like the Lord like planted a seed and I knew it was coming, but it wasn't time yet. And so after that big, you know, breakthrough that I had with him, I knew that's what the podcast was going to be about. I knew it was, but again, it wasn't time yet. You know, like we were, prepping for that. But then, you know, a little bit after it was probably a year after, you know, he revealed to me that I was going to do a podcast, I knew that I was going to have a membership. And (laughs) so like when I launched the podcast, you know, a little bit, so over a year ago, I actually tried to launch the membership. And when I say tried, I mean, like I, I actually put the website up, like people paid me, people were ready, they were ready to go. But when it came time to actually start it, I just, I did not feel peace. And I just knew God was just telling me not right now like not right now, Hannah, not right now. And it was just this this overwhelming feeling that I just knew. So I literally refunded people's money and I just apologized. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not feeling led to do this right now. I'm really hoping and praying it'll be later, but I really don't know. And so everyone was just so gracious and they just totally understood. And, you know, they came back and actually said that they were so glad that I was just following the Holy Spirit's leading. And so it was just so awesome just to see that in my community. But I say all that to say, It is a year later (laughs) and I now finally have the green light, but It was not easy to get there either because, you know, very similarly to Heather, like the Lord asked me to kind of lay down what I was, you know, focusing on in terms of income. And so when I say lay it down, I mean, I actually had a signature group program called Faith Fueled Coach Academy. And I was actually getting ready to relaunch that. And I just had, I just, I just knew something was off. And then I was thinking about this membership and I just, nothing, nothing gave me peace. I had no idea what was going on. I was clueless. I went into 2023 with like, God, I'm just surrendered to your plan. I don't know what's going on. All you want me to do is just focus on you this year. Okay, got it. You know, so then, you know, finally, I just woke up one morning and I just knew, okay. Like, and again, I just knew it was from the Holy Spirit because I just woke up, wasn't thinking about it. And I just knew I was supposed to turn this group program into a course. So it took me about a week or two, did it made it a course okay cool it's a course now and then as soon as I did that I just knew that we we're gonna do the membership like I just knew so it was just like one little thing after the other and so even though I knew I was supposed to do the membership I didn't actually have you know peace about the logistics of what was gonna go in the membership so I'm like oh my gosh like here we go again like <laughs> like I, I still don't know and then finally finally you know he revealed it to me Actually a couple of weeks ago, I kid you not like exactly what was going to be in it, you know, all the things. And so here we are and we're launching and the green light is here and I'm really excited and ready. And so it has just been a little bit of a whirlwind. So I guess like the, the, the teaching moment, I guess you could say would be, you know, do what God is telling you to you know, one step at a time, you may not see the whole vision, right? You may not know exactly what's going on, but trust him, trust in what he's telling you to do next because I have no doubt that he's gonna reveal to you the next step after that.
0: So good. I have so many nuggets to pull from what you had just shared. And so the green light, friends, peace. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's peace, there's liberty, depending on which translation you read, one of my favorite verses. And so I do get women ask a lot of the time, how do I know? Like, how do I know? Well, do you have peace about it? Because that is a huge, that's a huge part to it. And so I love that you said that you didn't have peace. And so you didn't go and you waited. And that's really hard when God's given a promise. And I know that so many of us are waiting. We're in the waiting season and wondering, God, Every single one of us are in some way, shape, or form. Listen, I am still holding on to a promise from 2017. And y'all, drumroll, I might actually be like seeing that come to fruition in a way that I could have never imagined. And so... Don't make a move if you don't have peace. Don't try to force it. Uh, our pastor just shared a quote, and I'm kind of going to butcher it a little bit, but it essentially said, "Like, don't force open doors that God didn't open for you because there will be things behind that door that were never meant for you. And I don't know about you, Hannah, but as an entrepreneur, I have learned my lesson that I have created doors and opened doors and launched things and created things. Um, because it was a good idea, but not all good ideas. I'm realizing we're not, we're not necessarily God's idea. That was Heather creating provision for herself or Heather, Heather trying to create something. And so I love that you really emphasize that you didn't have peace and you didn't do it. Um, Another thing that you said I think is worth mentioning is that um, one of the principles, so my signature program, which is called Made to Flow, similarly like you, created it, thought it was the best thing ever, and I still think it's amazing. In fact, I've got a, women, a group of women who are going through it here in the next few minutes. Um, and as I launched it several times, it wasn't getting the numbers that I had thought people – I mean, I I truly in my heart of heart to believe everybody needs this program. Every believer needs the Made to Flow. And – I I wasn't receiving the people that I thought, you know, I was like, oh, this should have a hundred people in it. And, and there wasn't. But one of the keys to living in flow with Holy Spirit is to forget logic and operate in wisdom. Now hear me out on that. Logic is a good thing. God gave that to us, right? Reasoning. We want to have that from our prefrontal cortex. We need that. And um, that's a good thing. And sometimes we get so stuck in logic, like Well, you told me, God, how could you not? I need to make the revenue. It doesn't make sense. And sometimes Holy Spirit does not make sense. He's not really looking to map it all out for you so that you understand all that's going on. But sometimes we have to put logic to the side and say, I know that the spirit of holiness, literally, I'm reading the Aramaic translation of scripture, the Peshitta, and every time it refers to Holy Spirit, it refers to him as the spirit of holiness. And I love it. It's so good. But the spirit of holiness isn't always going to make sense and so logic isn't really there. All right, and the last thing that I got from what you were saying was that I think so much in the entrepreneur space when we find a solution for a problem that we have had, we oftentimes want to go and share that with other people and I believe there's there's an anointing on that, there's a blessing on that and there is so much importance on personal holy spirit strategy. For you, I'm a coach. Hannah's a coach. I am not here to dog on coaches. Of course, I have I wouldn't be where I am if it weren't for coaches. And of course, this is like a huge part of this is my livelihood. And I know Hannah's heart is very similar to mine, is to teach women how to partner with the Holy Spirit. So that he is our number one coach. And that while we might have a framework or some strategy or maybe some guidelines or tools, you know, whatever you want to use, um, that we're never allowing that to overpower personalized, Holy Spirit, divine downloads strategy for you. Amen. 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 All right. We just went to church. Um, so good. I just love Hannah. I could literally talk to you all day. In fact, we, um, Hannah and I did just a little bit of swapping. There was some things going on in her business and her life. And she's like, yeah, I'd love to do just a little like brainstorm session, a little coaching. And it was like, great. So I coached her and some things are going on in my business. And I'm like, Hey, I need your gifting. And I just want to encourage you, y'all, if you're following people online or you see a gifting in somebody else. Uh, that gifting, we can look at that and say, "Man, like I don't have to to covet that and need that." But in a sense of like, I I, I feel less than because she has that. No, like let's let's work together. This is how the body of Christ works. And I've just loved getting to know you on a deeper level, Hannah. Um, you have. Literally, I feel like we're, we are soul sisters, literally, but a lot of your content, it just resonates super deep with me. Um, I feel like you present it way better than I do. Hence why I'm like, help me, help me say what I do better. Uh, because you just have such a, a gift with words and uh, I, I, I just love everything about you. All of that to say that one of the things that we did was worked through uh, some of my messaging and some of my, like understanding my niche and all of those things. And so, um, you are so gifted and I know that you have, because you have this membership and y'all, I, I closed my membership. There was about 120, some of you who belonged to that at some point And I closed it down and I, I've been mourning that really like mourning that. And then when Hannah was like, I'm finally ready. To launch this thing, I was like, well, let's do a podcast episode because I need to share you with my people because I believe that your membership is an amazing place for my listeners to go. And if you were a member of the Seek First Inner Circle and you're, and you're missing that, I encourage you to go check out Hannah's membership. And Hannah, I know you have a little special offer for my listeners today. So I'm just hand it over to you. One, tell, tell my girls. And I know I have a few dudes here too. Um, uh, tell my girls where they can find you. And then I'd love for you to share a little bit more about this amazing membership that you have.
1: Okay. First of all, like, uh, you had me in tears as you were talking. I just, I'm just so humbled and just honored to be here. And I just hope that you know that. And I just. I would never, ever, ever take like your, you know, your uh, guidance and your support and your love and your friendship just for granted. And I'm just so grateful for you. And, you know, in terms of this membership, oh, wow. Um, (laughs) It is for um, women who are called a CEO. If you are a faith-fueled female entrepreneur and hey, I actually have a King that is uh, in my coaching program right now. So even if you're a guy, feel free to just come check it out. And really it's just about, you know – processing, having a place to process and share. Yes. There's coaching calls. Yes. There's community events. Yes. There's a little bit of curriculum, but it's really all about, you know, stepping away from this role of, you know, or, or this, not this role, but just this, this concept of over-consuming and stepping into the overflow of the Holy spirit and really just being in a place of other Christian entrepreneurs, because, you know, it's, it's one thing to have a, you know, um, you know, a community of entrepreneurs. It's one thing to have a community of other Christians, but a Christian entrepreneur is really specific and it's really special. And I know for me, this is something I absolutely need now and also needed when I was growing my business and starting it from like the ground up. And, you know, I didn't even realize that I needed it, but I did. And I know for me, like the last couple of masterminds I've joined, the majority of people aren't believers, you know, at the end of the day. And so I actually felt really, out of place sharing. I ended up not, um, being as involved as I was, or I could have been. And, you know, I just really fully believe in the power of community and communing, communing with other believers and especially other believers in business. So that was just the heart behind it to just, you know, help you cultivate a community to help you process through information, to get coached, get support, to gain, gain feedback and gain trusted feedback and find your best friend in business. And, you know, ultimately, too. Yes. We're going to work through like some limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging tendencies. And yes. Like, you know, you're going to get some help on your business and you know, if you need some marketing help, I'm happy to do it. But really at the end of the day, you know, it is about cultivating that community and stepping into your role as a faith fueled CEO. And so if you want to find me or just send me a message to please come to Instagram, my handle is at Hannah Brindley. It's just my name. And, or you could go to my website and that's where you Can see everything about the membership as well. And as for Seek First CEO members, I did decide that if you join us before the founder's rate expires, which by the way, the founder's rate is literally like, it's so low. It's like $47 a month for everything that's included. And um, it expires after Friday, April 7th. But if you join us before then, then you get the founders rate. But if you are a Seek First CEO member, please send me an email after you join. OK, and it doesn't have to be, you know, before the founders rate or anything, but, you know, anytime send me an email like after you join and just let me know that you listen to this podcast. Let me know that you're a C- seat for CEO listener. And I actually want to gift you two lessons to my signature program. Um, The first lesson is called Dream Queen. And it's essentially really getting clear on who your idol client is. And then the second lesson is called Pains, Fears and Desires. And it's a lesson all about you know, getting really, really clear on the pains, fears, and desires of your idle client, and I know Heather can speak to this, it's just a little bit different than you know other you know pains, fears, and desires exercises that you typically do. But um, that's my free gift for you. Again, just send me an email if you decide to join. And that, not, that you in and of it itself, in the podcast, and come say hi
0: on Instagram. Yes, that freebie right there, that second one is is worth you signing up if you could just get that. I mean, not that I would say sign up and then cancel, but I mean, like seriously, it's the thing that Hannah walked me through and I walked away like, you know, the emoji that's like the mind blown. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yes. You have such a, a a gifting to just share things a little bit different that hit a little deeper. And so that training in and of itself is so worth it. Um, Hannah, you know, that I love you and I would not, I, I don't, I don't take it lightly to refer people. I actually really um, tend to not just share. I don't just share people just to share people. And so for, I mean, not to like, you know, you should feel special. No, I trust you with my people who I love so much and um, I know that if they decide to join your community, that they're going to be so blessed. And so I thank you so much for sharing part of your journey, your testimony. And I cannot wait to see as God continues to uh, bring the right people to you so that you can continue to walk these women through this CEO journey. So thank you for being here. Go find her on Hannah Brindley Instagram. You can, I will leave all her links in the show notes, everything, and go join her membership. You are not going to be disappointed.